It's been a year in the making. Is the Tecna deal going to make it across the finish line? We'll talk about that. Okay, and last week, we may have been a little bit hasty in our rush to judgment with Jeff Zucker, the president of CNN, who recently was booted. And talk about a flip. Local media is now competing with their own clients. We'll talk about that, too. So good morning. We're back with another edition of Media Insultants. I'm Jackson Weaver in Seattle in California. My co-host is Keith Samuels. Keith, good morning. Good morning, Jackson. We do this each Tuesday and Thursday, and so we welcome you today to the Thursday, February 10th episode of Media Insultant. Okay, the, okay, the report is in. Last year was dreadful for media deals. Dreadful. Mm-hmm. Yep. Total volume of trades, in fact, last year, 92% was absorbed by Nexstar's acquisition of Meredith and Quincy and their spinoffs to Allen Media. A total of a little over $4 billion in transactions. I mean, that's a horrible year. But, well, the thing- that, that, but, but that's a big number compared to how low the radio deal number was. Yeah, radio is almost off the, off the charts. Radio was about $1.75. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it hadn't, hadn't been for the $18 million Sinclair deal or $15 million Sinclair deal with Lotus uh, that we know has a lot of promotional trade in it, uh, you know, it would have been 50 bucks. And I think that was the biggest single transaction last year on radio. Yeah, three but- stations in Seattle. Yeah, exactly. But there is a big transaction that could come up this next year where Tegna could be acquired if they if things go right by Standard General with Apollo's backing and a $9 billion deal mm-hmm. if that closes. And we've watched this drama go on for a while. A Standard General is a uh, currently a large stockholder in Tegna. Been some squabbles between Standard General who thinks Tegna needs to be run more aggressively, yada, yada, yada. They're always saying that. Apollo is putting their money behind Standard General, and they also own the Cox stations, the Cox group of stations. So I don't know how that's going to sort its way out, because the FCC does not look kindly on one company backing that many uh, television stations. So, Well, they, yeah, they, they would probably make Cox, Apollo Cox, um, you know, sell. They have some conflicts. We, we calculated that a few weeks ago when we talked about it. I think there's five market conflicts and maybe even some more concentration issues they'll have to deal with. But in the end, I think Apollo slash Standard General slash uh, Cox would love to have 70 more stations in their portfolio. It's all about scale and TV right now. And the groups that are smaller are needing to get bigger. And they either do it by selling out or they do it by buying somebody. And yeah. so in this case, a smaller group's trying to buy a bigger group. Now, Tegna, it used to be Gannett. That's the Gannett television stations, Gannett newspapers, Gannett television they changed the name so you wouldn't get confused <laughs> to Tegna. And all capital all capital letters, too, by the way. It's Tegna, capital T-E-G-N-A. Anyway, because that's more impressive. If you're all caps, you're more impressive. You know, we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens. But, that, yeah, it, it could happen fairly soon. Well, and I think the interesting thing is, as this kind of comes out is, first of all, we're just seeing more and more consolidation on television. I mean, a couple of weeks ago we talked about the top 20 television groups, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a couple more deals like this, there won't be 20 television groups to rank. You know? right. We'll have to. Well, there barely, there were barely were on that list. Exactly. I mean, there were, there were just, you know, groups with a, just a handful of markets and stations 
that made the top 20. It right. really is a, it's probably a 90-10. 90% of the TV stations are owned by 10% of the groups at this point. And, um, you know, it's going to get more. And, of course, part of the drama is whether Byron Allen's Allen Media, he's uh, been saying he's got billions of dollars lined up to buy Tegna, but not a word from him on this. And, and it may simply be that somebody came to him and said, look, we'll give you the spins. You can buy the spins, which, as you said, are good markets, you know, mm-hmm. some really good markets with overlapping ownership between Tegna and Cox right now. Yeah, and, like Seattle and Atlanta and a few yeah, others. So, yeah, yeah. Good, good markets. So that may be the deal to keep him from driving the price up any higher. And, well, be, uh, and, and you know, he's he, if he if he if he can say something about a, a deal like that, he would be saying it because that's what Byron does. But he's not. It's crickets. He hasn't said a hasn't word. Hasn't said a word. Since, right. Right. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, you know, as uh, Don McLean said in American Pie, went to the levee and the levee was dry. And that's what's happening to local co-op and key vendor money these days for a lot of local media. But first, Keith, I think we were a little premature in our judgment on the Zucker debacle uh, last week. Uh, you know, a couple more things have come out. And mm-hmm. just kind of curious, what, what, what do you think? You know, I, we were kind of hard on him for his lack of judgment. And yeah, I still, yeah. yeah, kind of. And, and, and I still would, would fault him for how he handled it. But uh, what's your read on the Zucker debacle at this point for CNN? Well, my read is is that you know the Warner, let's see, Discovery's buying Warner Media. Warner Media owns HBO and and uh, and and, uh, and CNN, and so the Discovery guys might have been wanting to clean up the act a little bit to get this deal done. This what forty billion dollar deal or whatever it is. It's a massive purchase. And, and they didn't want Zuck with the baggage, perhaps. And, uh, you know, so, uh, you know what, Jeff, it's time to resign. You know what? And here's, what, here's how, why you're going to resign. And, and here's, you know, you got to do that now. That's one, that's one spin on it. The other spin on it is, is, that, is that Chris Como was so pissed off for getting fired and, uh, and not getting a severance from Jeff that, uh, of, of millions of dollars that uh, they said, Yo, you know what, you were going public with your affair with your, uh, you know, with the gal that works for you, and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna blow it out. And they it, so there's lots of rumors about who blew who up, and who's responsible for for Zuck having to fall on his sword, and then you have some people saying, what did he do wrong? You know, he really didn't do anything wrong. I mean, he's not married. She's not married. Um, she reports yeah, to him. She yeah, reports yeah. To him. Well, that other, other than that. You know, uh, I would have thought maybe here's another out. Why didn't they just? Why didn't Zuck just do this? Let's get married. Let's get engaged. I'm going to propose. You're going to say yes. Going to go. I'm going to get you a big frick and go to Harry Winston and get you a big frickin' ring, and you quit, and you you leave, and and you know we'll get you another job somewhere. I know that sounds sexist, but then Jeff could have kept his job, right? But I think, I think, <laughs> my other spin on it is Jeff probably going, you know what? I don't want to work for Discovery. I don't want to work for these guys. I don't want to deal with the Comos. I'm freaking out of here. And, and by the way, he, like I predicted, you know, he'll have a job in a few months or a, six months or whatever. He'll be back in the chips again. He's got a good reputation amongst his staff. His talent, the talent likes him. The team likes him. I heard a commentator the other day say that uh, they were uh, this this gentleman does some work for CNN Plus and uh-huh. he said god you walk into the CNN newsroom it's like a death watch. 
So it really has had an impact. So I think Zucker will be will be fine. I think there's one final thing, and you disagree with me on this. I think that uh, in order to get this through the DOJ and uh, to make it clean, Discovery and the board said, look, we just can't have anything clouding any of the issues. So Zuck goes, and let's face it, in the, in the scope of AT&T, AT&T had $168 billion in revenue last year. The mm-hmm. Turner division, which includes CNN, was about $35 billion of that. But CNN is relatively a small revenue division for mm-hmm. this entire conglomerate. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I think it's a it's a bump in the road, and that's all it is. They they just don't care. They didn't want anything to taint the merger. They said Zuck is out. We don't have to worry about it. And by the way, who is this guy Zuckerberg? I'm or Zucker. I'm I'm not sure the board knew who he was. But yeah, they they probably don't know if he's Zuckerman, Zuckerberg, or Zucker. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> They're as confused Whoever as we are. No, they know who he is, but uh, yeah, it's it's. I think you're right. I think it's about cleaning up the act. I did hear one thing that sounds really stupid. I haven't confirmed this. I heard that they appointed three co-presidents at CNN. So yeah. we'll follow that up and see whether there's any merit to that story. That always works. Trust me. Yeah, three, pre- exactly. yeah, three presidents then, always works. You know, if, CBS has two presidents. And that's tough enough. But now CNN's topped them. They've got three. <laughs> and by the way, Who's our president? I don't know. Is it you or me? I don't. I forget. Well, I don't know. I'm, I think we're both co-presidents. <laughs> we violate. We violate our own tenants. <laughs> but we don't care. We don't. We're not president over anything. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, there was a day, Keith, uh, when uh, we sold media. When you'd walk into your uh, favorite retail store or uh, you know a, a, a home improvement center. And you'd work on co-op and key market money opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was money that the manufacturers had that they had allocated for the retailer. Well, you know, you'd pick up a thousand bucks here, fifteen hundred bucks there, and you know, throughout a year, you actually could put together a reasonable amount of money from it. But now, a major portion of that is being absorbed by who? The retailer. The retailer, exactly, yeah, because they have their own audio network they've got their own youtube channel they've got their branded podcast uh, they've got their website don't forget they're you know the web- selling advertising yeah. you know, putting advertising on their website yeah yeah i think the last the most recent one was best buy announced their own video network that they do in store and, and they're going to sell ads in it this is them realizing that they can do you know they've been doing vendor programs all their you know since they, they became into existence and that is that they extract and extort the guys who sell products to them, say Best Buy, Sony and uh, LG and Samsung and all those guys, they're all paying for those displays. They're all paying Best Buy to be in the stores and where they're at and what they're doing. And so that's great. And, and so what does Best Buy do? How do we get more money from those guys? How do we extract more funds? And that's their their new uh, new way of doing it is all these new pro- the pro- pro- proliferation of retail-owned media channels, uh, they're cleaning up. And at at the expense of the poor local guy that's trying to go in and sell a Mariner's package and to sell it to, uh, you know, the local, you know, QFC chain, and and we'll do vendor money. We'll get vendor money for it, right? You'll get all the vendors to pay for it. And they go, "Uh, no, the vendors are already in on my in-house, you know, audio, you know, network that runs in the stores. And, And you're going, oh, well, what happened to the 150 grand we got last year? Um... We're, We're keeping doing it ourselves. Yeah. I think the other thing that really has sped it up is Amazon. Amazon really did this with search that kind of turned search 
into like a slotting allowance. In other words, if you yeah. search for an item on Amazon and you want to be in the top three or four on the search results, you got to pay Amazon for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what it says. Sponsored result, right? Exactly. Sponsored. Even and you go, and sometimes you notice it, and sometimes you don't. But uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's it's brilliant. Well, and the retailers get out of this, if you think about it, they get a new revenue stream. You're absolutely right. That money comes to them, doesn't go to the other local media. They get better control over customer data. They really can pick up a lot of customer data. And if they're selling things on their platform, they cut out people like Amazon and other third-party uh, sales platforms. So they, they, it really works out well for them. Who doesn't it work out well for? The local guy selling radio, TV. And I don't know, what do you think the impact will be on FSIs with the newspapers? Uh, well, they're, they're not doing as many of them, and, um, and they're smaller. But, you know, that, the, they still tend to work, and they, they still like that. And there's certain manufacturers who pay for their, their little ad in there and get their coupon in there. And so, you know, there's still an addiction to the FSI biz, um, but, you know, less and less. Well, at the end of the day, clients still need to fill the pipeline. And we've been talking about that's what broadcast does for 50 years, right? Mm-hmm. We still need local media. That's an old story and a tough sell. And nobody, Nobody's listening at these days. It's all about data and all about targeting. And so it's a, it's a challenging time. And some people are even saying that's going to be a $50 billion business in the next few years. That, that, that's a lot of money. A lot well, of money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it is, and and uh, and there's some really good products out there. I know a, a friend of mine works at a company called uh, Vibonomics, I think it's called, and uh, they do great uh, audio for retail. Pay all the rights fees and do customized channels and and audio channels for for retailers, you know. And so there's third party people that are doing this for retail, mostly mostly people who can't. Aggregate enough locations to to sell ads effectively or to get the revenue for it, but they still need it, and so uh, they get some money from it, and it works out really well. So it's a it's a big space, and it's going to continue to grow. Well, I think that's about it. A wrap for this week, Keith. Our podcast is available on any platform. The audio portion is. Videos you cannot are- get away from the media insultants. No. <laughs> we're, we're everywhere you can watch or, or listen. We're even on Spotify. We have not pulled our content from Spotify. No, it's under no. consideration, but only for promotional purposes. <laughs> yeah. Until we get a million downloads, we're, we're going to stay on Spotify. Yeah. Once right. we get a million, then we're going to make a big press release and we're going to move. <laughs> We're going to stop doing podcasts until, yeah, whatever. Our videos are available uh, each week on Vimeo, and it's a production we do with this production of In Town Media. Tuesdays and Thursdays, we drop new episodes, and this is a Thursday, so our next one is Tuesday. Keith, been a a great show. Way too quickly does it go, but I will see you next week on Tuesday. Thanks for a great show. Have a great weekend, Jackson, and I'll see you on the radio.